I'm Julie Beckham, the Financial Education Officer at Rockland Trust, and this is the No Shame in This Money Game's Mini Money Minutes. Why Mini Money Minutes? First of all, you're busy and you want your info fast. Secondly, who doesn't love many things? In fact, human beings love many things so much that our brains actually release dopamine when we see cute little things. For real, we actually derive satisfaction from many things so much because we see them as less threatening. So if we're less threatened by many things and many things can actually make us happy, what if we learn about money through many money minutes? Let's go. Today's bite-sized mini money minute, scams. Scams are so prevalent right now that I'm dedicating an entire mini money minute to learning about how you can prevent scam attacks from affecting you and the people you care about. There are many types of scams, but in this mini money minute, we're going to talk about phishing with a PH and regular old phishing with an F. For real. Let's get started. By now, you've probably all heard about phishing with a PH. It's when scammers use technology to disguise who they are by getting access to your device or accounts. They coax you to reveal account numbers, passwords, and other personal identifying information you wouldn't normally disclose. This used to be most prevalent through emails, but now there are phishing attempts through text messages called smishing, the SM standing for SMS text messages, and vishing with a V to represent voicemails and phone calls. It's really not important to know all the new trendy versions of the word phishing, but it is important to know that scammers are coming at you at all angles, and the more chances they have to scam you, the more likely you will fall victim. Most recently, scammers have been making phone calls pretending to be from banks. Literally, the caller ID comes in as the specific institution they're impersonating, and then they proceed to ask for account numbers, emails, passwords. The reasons they've stated for contacting people have been varied, but in general, they use scare techniques. They've detected fraud, there's been a security breach, and they need to authenticate your account. There's an unauthorized charge. Something is wrong, and it needs to be resolved fast. Now, when you're not in the situation and you have a moment to think about it, someone you've never heard of before is scaring you and telling you to take immediate action, well, that definitely sounds like a scam. But the scammers get you flustered so you don't have time to think. But think about this and remember it. Banks never ask you for your online or mobile login credentials and banks never ask you for your debit card pin. Let me say that again. Banks never ask you for your online or mobile login credentials, and banks never ask you for your debit card PIN. If someone calls you, texts you, emails you, identifies themselves as a representative from your bank, your credit card company, or another professional service you use, remember this podcast. Also, it's perfectly okay to hang up and call someone you actually know from the company to see if something really is wrong and someone really is trying to contact you. Whatever you do. Don't transfer money, wire money, use Zelle, Venmo, or send gift cards. Why would I ever do that, you might be thinking. You would be surprised at how quickly someone can get you to do something you ordinarily would never do because you're scared that if you take no action, something bad will happen. Scammers are good at their job, so let's stop them in their tracks by not replying, not clicking, and by hanging up the phone. Okay, so we covered phishing with a PH, But can you imagine that in this technology-driven world, scammers are actually fishing out of mailboxes? 
It's true. It's not just personal mailboxes that are easy to access, but those big blue mailboxes on the sides of the road. If you've noticed that the entry slot has become thinner, you're right. That's to prevent criminals from literally putting something sticky down the slot to fish out mail. Why? Because checks are in the mail, especially this time of year when people are mailing their tax payments. Scammers fish out the checks, wash them, basically erase the pay to the order of section, and cash them. So if you're mailing checks, dropping them inside the post office or in a brightly lit mailbox with a secure slot is your safest bet. Any way you spell it, phishing scams are affecting millions of people. And just like anything, the more you're aware of what to look out for, the better you can protect yourself and the people you care for. Share this podcast so we can educate each other and stay safe. And most importantly, if you fall victim to a scam, you are not alone. So don't spend any time blaming or shaming yourself. According to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission that collects and tracks scams, American consumers reported losing more than $5.8 billion to fraud last year, an increase of more than 70% from 2020. And what age group is getting scammed at a higher rate than others? Wrong. 18 to 24-year-olds. It's true. So share this with your kids, students, and savvy Gen Z friends as well. We are all susceptible unless we are continually learning. And I hope you continue to learn with me through these mini money minutes. Inflation, credit scores, APRs, we've got you covered. So check out the library of podcasts at rocklandtrust.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. The No Shame in This Money Game podcast will return with some more bite-sized mini money minutes. Until then, keep listening and keep learning with Rockland Trust, member FDIC, the bank where each relationship matters because we want you to have a healthy relationship with money at any age.